0: Welcome back everybody. I'm Harry DeGreek. Thanks for tuning in to the Over Under on 1252 Sports. We are live tonight. It's Friday evening. I have a couple of guests that are going to be joining me this evening. We're going to go through the vast majority of the games in the National Football League coming up this week on Sunday. And uh, I don't normally pick this many games, but I'm not as confident as I was last week. I'm only kidding. Absolutely love this week. Are you kidding me? I'm riding a heater right now. Last four weeks were 19 and six. One push. 19, six, and one. I sure hope you guys are taking a little bit of friendly advice. Let's go ahead and make a few dollars together. Uh, Man, White Sox are out. Tampa Bay Rays are out. That was supposed to be the ALCS in baseball. Wow, instead I'm watching Boston, who almost tried to give it away, and the Houston Astros. In the National League, San Francisco, way over 100 wins. They're already out. By the way, I did pick the Dodgers yesterday in an upset. Also, I had the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, minus 5.5. What a sweater that was. Talking about the Bucks, I got a friend of mine that's going to be joining me. He's going to be co-hosting. He knows quite a bit about this team, and I'd sure like to talk about this game a little bit because I'm kind of worried about it. Lo and behold, I'm going to go ahead and bring him in. It's my friend, Mr. Stephen Glasker. Stephen, how are you, brother?
1: Hey, Harry. How you doing, brother? What's going on?
0: You know what? Not too bad, man. I'm pretty blessed. You know, It's nice to be down here in Florida, and we're getting a chance. I know you're up in the Dallas-Fort Worth area. It's, it's always yeah. nice to talk to our buddies up there in the Chicago and the Midwest. But what I'm looking so forward to is during the pregame shows for the Chicago Bears, especially around the winter months. You know me, I never rub it in. I'll be poolside or I'll be at the beach going live. You know, these guys would be shaking like a horn church, literally. And I'll be out here going, hey, can I have a uno cerveza por favor?
1: <laughs> That'd be hilarious, man. You got to do that on location by the pool thing. That'd be so hysterical. Oh, no, I've been doing it.
0: Bro, they 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 cursed me out already. And it's just it's it's gonna it, it it's gonna get nothing but better again. Oh yeah. Steven, oh, yeah. what did you think of that game yesterday? You, you wonder hold on, but before I get your opinion on this, when uh-huh. that game opened up, it started out at Tampa minus eight. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. They were favored by eight points mm-hmm. midway through the week, seven and a half, seven, seven and a half, and all of a sudden it dropped like a rock. Five and a half. All this money went on Philadelphia. Dying to know what what did you see in this game? The Bucks covered. I mean, whether they covered by barely. fifty or they covered barely. by a half a point, they yeah. covered. What yeah. did you think of that game?
1: Um, I thought, I really did think the over would have been a better. Yeah, I mean, they they, they barely got over the five and a half, but they did get over. I was disappointed in the second half of the game. Uh, from a defensive perspective, because I thought they got away from what was working in the first half, which was they had a spy, apparent essentially, on um, Jalen Hurts, who uh, a lot of, it was either JPP or, or or not JPP. I'm sorry, it was either uh, Tryon, uh, Joe Tryon, Shoenka. Shur- I call him JTS. So we did JTS for Devin White, who was spying and kind of keeping them under wraps. So he had a, they had a lot of trouble. There was a lot of three and outs. With the Eagles in the first half. And when the Bucs got up to 28 to seven, it really did seem like they were just bored. I mean, they, it was so easy for them to score, but it was actually, when I sat back and thought about it, and I was kind of upset with that whole second half, the defense getting away from what they were doing and, and given uh, the Eagles a chance to come back in and especially that four and three where they went for it. I don't if you're going to go for it, why not run the ball Fournette? net? You know, Lombardi-Lenny was killing it, and he could have gotten them three yards, I believe. Uh, But they got away from that and then tried something cute with O.J., and it didn't work, and all of a sudden, that's how the Eagles ended up with their next score and made the game so close. Uh, That game was closer than it should have been. Those are my thoughts.
0: I I don't know, man. I I truly, truly don't know how to react to that game, and I'm going to explain why. The game was never close. Right. This is a – Let's let's eighty six what happened in the Miami game. Mm-hmm. I don't know about you. Hundred yards rushing, hundred yards passing, and you are beating this team by six points. I I, I don't get it. It's it, yeah. it, to me that this is not a team that's playing to their capabilities, not even close. Right. Okay, and it's very evident, especially on defense. Vita Vea right now is their best player on defense. Period. That's their best bad. player Yep. I mean better than JPB better than their linebackers he is creating the most havoc he's getting in there hell he even got a sack okay he's busted mm-hmm. up a line on every single play but six points Philadelphia trust me is not that good no telling you now that team better get their head out of their ass because I'm going to tell you right now some teams are going to catch up to them. everybody said this this Philadelphia game could have been a trap game and it almost was yeah Also going to bring up a particular article that I read and I had posted it, um, you know, living down here in the Tampa area and you watching what Bruce, uh, Bruce Arians, the way he's just openly criticizing a lot of players. Uh, he actually said something about Giovanni Bernard stating if he doesn't block better that he could possibly, you know, get cut from the team. I wonder what would happen if management would say that to him about the play calling and the offensive game plan that he had against Philadelphia. Why don't they come out and do that publicly? Anyway, we're not going to get too much into that. We're going to go ahead and move on. Um, Quite a few games this week. Is there anything that you like in particular, Stephen?
1: Yeah, there's a few games. I really like to get your input, and I'm glad you asked me because I was looking at these games, I was thinking, man, I would love to uh, get Harry Stutz in these games. Uh, The Chicago game is one of them, but I want to get to that one last. There's only about three or four, and we'll get to the Chicago one last. So I'll ask you um, uh, the Chargers-Ravens game.
0: That's going to be a tough game. You know, before we get there, I just wanted to let everybody know, if you have a question or a comment, don't forget to go ahead and post it. We're going to go ahead and read it live on the air. You want to know about a particular game? You want to say that Steven's ugly? I'm all good with that. It just might even give us a different narrative to talk about. But better yet, gentlemen and ladies, you ready? We have open phone lines. You want to call us? You want to harass us? You want to give us a question? You want to ask about a line? Feel free. Dial 727-320-5866. 727-320-5866. Welcome to the over-under on 1252. I'm your host, Harry the Greek. My co-host this evening is Mr. Stephen Glasker. We do have a couple of comments to go ahead and read out. And a Facebook user says Harold. And by the way, if you want your name to appear, go ahead and log back out. Go to the show. And at the bottom, click on that Facebook link and just accept it so that it would be able to identify who you are. Pig Dog Video 2001. Thank you so much for tuning in. Harry, where do you rank Vinny Testaverde as far as the all-time Bucs quarterbacks? I love Vinny T. God bless America. You know what? I'm going to let you go ahead and answer that first, Stephen. Where do you rank Vinny T? You
1: know, it's not that hard to rate him fairly highly considering how bad most of the Bucks quarterbacks have been, at least when they play with the Bucs. Um, I know I think was Steve Young was with the Bucks for a brief period of time. Um, gosh, if I'm ranking Vinny Yeah. I would probably have to rank him. Well, uh, it's not fair to rank him ahead of Brad Johnson. But if I'm looking at Bucks quarterbacks, just from my memory, I would go Brady, Brad Johnson, simply because he was the quarterback on the team that won the Super Bowl. And then Benny. That would be my ranking.
0: That's pretty strong. It, that really is, to be honest with you. Uh, Vinny Testaverde, where do I have him? God, he was in so many bad teams. I remember Vinny Testaverde. Good quarterback, though. Good quarterback. Man, did he have he- – University of Miami, he could throw the ball literally the entire distance of the football field. He just had an incredible arm. It's just too bad that they never really had a team behind him. But I'll tell you what, when he moved on, he had a lot of success in the National Football League. Pig Dog Video 2001, thank you so much for the question. That was actually pretty good. Pig dog again and it says, "And bring back the creamsicles." You yes. know what? I hated those jerseys growing up, but I miss them. I mean, really, you know, Bucko Bruce in the side of the helmet. You know, it looked like something on a hot day. You know, you you, you would go get from the good humor guy driving down the street. <laughs> and don't worry, Chicago people in Florida have no clue what a good humor ice cream truck is. I used to live actually a couple of blocks away from it. Actually, right off of. Never mind, Steve. You you'd be lost. <laughs> Another Facebook user says, you forget the Bears are hosting the Jaguars from the Green and Bread Bay this Sunday. <laughs> Steven, welcome to Chicago. <laughs> I love it. I love it. We are not going to get in to that game yet. I'm going oh, to try yeah. to save that for one of my final games. And actually, I do like a position in there. Alan Bratcher. Hey, Alan, thank you so much for tuning in. And that little emoji, I'm going to let you guess what that is. What do you think that says, Steven?
1: Bear down, nice. you damn right
0: it does, sir. Nice. Bear down, bear down. Nice. I, I know that's kind of torturing you. And he puts Ravens. Alan's Ooh. asking about the Ravens. So apparently Ooh. you had asked me a question. What do I think about that particular game? Correct. <sighs> that's a tough one. I, I wish I can go to Texas on this game, but I can't. Who do you like there and why?
1: I like the Chargers. And don't get me wrong, I saw what uh, Lamar did to the Colts. The Colts played them pretty close, played them pretty good, in fact. And Lamar is a, a special talent. And then he finally proved that it's not just his legs, that he can actually win with his arm. And that was a phenomenal game to watch. But if I'm picking between Lamar and Justin Herbert, I'm going with Herbert. Herbert
0: even, even though he Lamar... Gets right now is just playing lights out football through for 400 yards, a couple of games. I mean, it's just, it was unbelievable with that young. Look, I'm the most critical person of that young man. Okay. Mm-hmm. I, I still don't think he can sit in the pocket and pass the ball. Well, even if he can't, he can still throw that ball when he's on the run, man, that was pretty damn impressive, but Incredible. I have to be honest. I mean, I, I kind of like the game, but not enough to bet at the Ravens are two and a half point favorites at home. The total is 51 points. If you put me into a corner, I'd have to say to take the Ravens minus to two and a half and uh, probably bet the over in this game, believe it or not, the 51. But I'm not giving that play out because I, I have got like nine picks, man. That's just not one of the games I want to talk about. How about another really inspiring, very good game to talk about? Miami at Jacksonville. Miami's oh. minus three. Total's 47. <laughs> I'm going to let you have this one, guys. I mean, what do you think? <laughs>
1: Emmy <laughs> at Jacksonville. Yep. Uh, well, I, I was Deion Sanders saying, Ain't nobody care. <laughs> Ain't nobody care.
0: But Steven, I I'm, love gonna, it. I'm in a position that I I'm gonna go to Texas in this game. You know what Texas is, Steven? What? El Paso, baby. No chance. No chance can I play this game. Chargers at Ravens, two and a half points. El Paso. You can't do it. Yeah, These are two powerhouse teams. And by yeah. the way two of the best teams in the entire National Football League. Not the best, two of the best teams. Okay? You got the Buffalo Bills, you have the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, maybe top five in that category right now. I'm not liking what I'm seeing a little bit out here. Uh, Going back down here, Fat Mike. Hey, how you doing? Fat Mike, bear down. Again, I love it. I love the emojis. How come you guys know how to do all this and I can't? I I don't understand all this technology (laughs) stuff.
1: Another Facebook
0: user nothing was worse than seeing Hertz run for his life last night Shaq Barrett was after him in so many different plays that's yep. true yep Pig Dog says Harry can I ask a baseball question absolutely first off the Rays got screwed but what did they do when Brand what did they do with Brandon Lowe wow he can't hit the playoffs also the league needs to retire Nelson Cruz if he doesn't look being a Southside guy and loving the Chicago White Sox. Also really liking the Tampa Bay Rays living down in this area. I agree with you. Nelson Cruz, man, boy, he 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 definitely did a lot of good for them during the regular season when he got traded for Minnesota over here. With that being said, uh, you're right. He didn't do very much, but you know what they say, guys? Great pitching is going to nullify any good offense. I mean, I wish Mike was in here right now. Fat Mike it lives, eats, sleeps, walk, and talks baseball. I mean, this would be a question that you really should gear on a Wednesday evening and ask him because the intricacies of that particular player in that game, he'd be able to give you a concise answer. But really appreciate the question. Uh, which game were we talking about, Stephen? I'm sorry.
1: Where were we? oh, the, oh, gosh. No, Chargers, the, oh, Ravens, the, oh, Miami, oh, no, 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 the Jags. The Jags in Miami. That's
0: oh, no, no. Lot. We went to Texas on there. And when we go to Texas, what do I say? We're going to El Paso, El Paso baby.
1: El Paso. Right. El Paso. <laughs> uh, How about the
0: Giants at home? Taking Ooh. on the Rams. Minus seven and a half. The total is 49. Danny Dimes. <laughs> out. Yeah. Shaquan Barkley. <laughs> out. Kenny <Yep>. Galladay. <laughs> out. Yeah. Why is this game not 15 points on the road? Answer that question. How in the world can the Rams, full strength, defense not playing like it did last year, but an offense that's clicking literally on all eight cylinders, not be a bigger favorite than seven and a half points on the road? You smell that? That could be a trap game. That could could haunt you from the old Tampa players from Mike Glennon playing quarterback and backup running backs. No wide receivers with Kenny Galladay going down. Decent tight end and a slot receiver. Defense still playing hard. But how are they supposed to keep up with that high powered offense? I, I, I don't know. Minus seven and a half totals 49. I'm going to tell you right now stay away from the spread on this game. But the Greek's going to give you under 49. Play that. Play the under 49 in that game. That's one of the, that's one of the, uh, That's one of the picks I'm going to give you. I don't trust the minus seven and a half. And besides, I don't ever like laying that many points on the road. But when you're playing a team that's that beat up, that might be a play. What do you think, Steve?
1: I'm surprised you're going under. You're going with the under on that, huh? Okay. Mm -hmm. I like it. I like it.
0: Cool deal. Tyler, Danny Dimes is in. Not from what I read. I read earlier today that he was definitely out. I didn't understand that if, if he's in. I still like the under in the game, and I don't like the position the other way around. Whenever you don't have Shaquan Barkley,
1: yeah.
0: That's gonna be pretty rough. Tyler, again, by the way, thank you for the uh, for the comment. Uh LA's gonna cross country too. Eh, that's true. Absolutely. Facebook user, family tree has no branches in Korean. <laughs>
1: That's a Chicago fan right there. (laughs) It's not just
0: Chicago. Let me try to correlate this for you because I know you're a huge, you know, uh, NFC South guy being from, you know, the Tampa area originally. The Green Bay Packers are like the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, New Orleans Saints. Okay. That's the easiest way to describe it except with Green Bay. It's on steroids. Okay. Seriously. It's it's literally on steroids. It's just, I I hate the Packers. I, I really do. Arizona's at Cleveland I actually like a position in this game what do you like Arizona's undefeated they're going to Cleveland what do you think they're minus three Cleveland the total is 49 who do you like and why
1: uh be honest I like Cleveland in this game they're playing at Cleveland right-hmm I like Cleveland in this game I really do
0: g- give me a g- g- just give me a little more so just just a little taste why just
1: a little uh, taste. I, I like I like Cleveland's defense I like Cleveland's defense better than I, I like uh Arizona's not that Arizona has a bad defense, they've been playing pretty well, but Arizona barely beat the Vikings, bro. I mean, Cleveland's just a better team, uh, just a better team uh, than Arizona, other than the, at the quarterback position. I think Kyler was a special talent. But if Baker doesn't get into I got to feed the ball to Odell mode and, and spreads the ball around, Cleveland's got a shot. to to give them their first loss. And Arizona's been filling themselves. They got their whole 5-0 out, which I've never understood. That's not even half the season yet. But they're 5-0, and they're filling themselves a little bit. They're smelling themselves. They might go in there thinking, "We got this. And uh, they get let down pretty well up in Cleveland.
0: Okay. Well, look at it from the other side of you, the other point of view. Arizona went into the Rams stadium and just beat the brakes off of them. It wasn't even Mm -hmm. close. Okay. It looked like the Rams – of two years ago, three years ago. I mean, it it looked like they did with Jared Goff for some reason. It was just one of those anomalies. Mm -hmm. Let me tell you something. Tyler Murray's playing a really, really – I mean, that's another quarterback that I was never too fond of. But he is just playing unbelievable.
1: Mm -hmm. The
0: running game, the defense is playing good with J.J. Watt. I mean, the the receivers are catching the balls. The running backs are doing their jobs. They're giving him good protection. He's running, and he's seeing the field so much better than he did last year. And he was pretty good last year.
1: No, yeah, absolutely. Let me ask you a question regarding that. Kyler Murray runs around a lot, right? He runs around a lot. Why? Oh, line's not great.
0: Well, no, but, you know, a a good running quarterback can really, you know, it could really cover up a lot of the deficiency from the offensive line. And, you know, there's a lot of teams in the National Football League the same way. Baltimore, Chicago, Philadelphia, Philadelphia. Arizona, I think their line's a little bit better. Uh, Mm -hmm. But that's always been Kyler's M.O. He's always been a very, very Um, mobile quarterback. And and I'm trying to come up with a reason to say that the Arizona Cardinals are going to turn around and stay undefeated. But they don't, ladies and gentlemen. You play the Cleveland Browns in this game at home with that defense and the way they smash the football up the middle. Kyler Murray's going to be in for a very long day. Cleveland is minus three in this game. Next game. Your buddy with the Raiders at Denver. Denver's minus four and 43 and a half. Not my buddy. Not my buddy. John Gruden. My God. I am not even going there, okay? I have no right. I love John Gruden. Perfect. But I can't go there. I'm just not going there. You could have a blast regarding that. I don't care. But why are the Raiders getting four points at Denver? I, I need to know this. Because they lost the coach. Last time I checked, John Gruden didn't throw a football, run the football, catch the football, play defense, or even tackle. So please tell me, why is Denver a four-point favorite in this game?
1: I have no idea, bro. I have no idea. I think they think that because they lost John Gruden, exactly like you're saying, that somehow that's gonna distract the uh i L- I'm sorry, the L V Raiders now the las vegas raiders i think they think that's going to be distraction but i actually think it's kind of more of a calming effect because at least they have somebody who's there who understands the system to to help lead them they still got all the same players exactly like you said they still got the same defensive players still have the same offensive players no idea why denver is a four-point favorite um i don't think denver's defense can necessarily stop the raiders aerial assault but we'll see well you see now no that idea.
0: that's where Denver's really strong is especially that defense. What I seen was a very weak defense by the Raiders. And I, I don't know. I, I could see Denver opening this game wide open. I could see I don't know, man. I this is wait, are they
1: playing in Denver they're, they're playing
0: in Denver at mile high. Okay. Well, Look, well, man, yeah. this is another Texas game. Seriously. And I'm not talking about the hook'em horns, Longhorns, and right. AM. I'm talking about El Paso, baby. Right. Do not play this <laughs> game. You don't yeah. know what you're gonna get. But it wouldn't surprise me to see the Raiders revert to playing the way they did a couple of weeks ago. Exactly. Not the same team that lost to the Chicago Bears this week. Okay. Right. It didn't look that pretty. However, we will get into the semantics of that game and what I did notice. Would not surprise me to see the Raiders win this game, but Denver. They're a favorite for a reason. The team could be in shambles. We also have another comment. Tyler Jones was removed from the injury report four hours ago. I did oh, not know that. Okay. Thanks, I, Tyler. I, I I still like the other side of this, and I definitely like yeah. the position that I gave everybody. Tyler yeah. again says Cleveland Smash play no Kingsbury either. Okay. Yeah, that's true. You know, Cleveland does have a two-headed running back attack. And let yeah. me tell you something. They do what the Bears used to do to the T years ago play defense Mm -hmm. which Chicago plays really good defense Mm -hmm. and run the football as of late Chicago has been running the football that is why I do like Cleveland because they're going to keep Kyler Murray off into the sideline pig dog do either of you think that Sherman has played his last game or does he come back from the hamstring injury that's a great question I'll let you answer that
1: He'll he'll be back. I, the hamstring injury, uh, a lot of that came from. And to be honest, I'm surprised it didn't happen sooner. I've been really blessed. The guy was not in football shape when he came to the Bucks. He didn't have a preseason. He's in he's in regular shape because he's been working out and running and all that kind of stuff. But there's a difference between regular uh, shape and football shape. And the fact that he played almost every snap in that Patriots game, then he played almost every snap because he had to, and then he played almost every snap in the in the Miami game. That he got hurt. I'm just glad it wasn't uh, somebody knocking him out of the game. Pulled his hamstring. I think he'll be back after the bye week. Sincerely.
0: Unbelievable. And we have our first nursery rhyme. Would you care to read it?
1: Okay, here we go. <laughs> <laughs> Degree, Degree. <No.
0: laughs> oh, man. No, we'll just leave it up here for a minute. <laughs> Listen. Yeah. If you like the show, we're trying to grow this organically. Make sure you share this with your friends. Just put it on their newsfeed. Go to YouTube and like us. Don't forget to like and follow 1252 Sports as well. Oh, my God. I mean, really?
1: <laughs> Facebook user, no wonder you don't want us to do your day.
0: <laughs> hey, hey. Welcome to Chi-Town, my brother, because it doesn't get any better than this. I'll tell you what, MG when Dice they want to troll. Going on. Let me tell you something. When people in the Midwest want to troll you, they will troll you. Trust me. It's not as nice there.
1: (laughs) Hey, maybe maybe that's Andrew Dice play in the Facebook. It could
0: be. Adam, what's up, Adam? What's up, Harry? Chubb is out. Hunt's questionable going into Sunday. Hunt Uh is definitely gonna is gonna play, by the way, with a knee and a wrist injury. Limited today in practice. Mm. That's a great comment there. Now Mm. you ready? Yep. Dallas Cowboys. At the New England Patriots. Oh. Dallas minus three. Total 50 and a half. Who do you like, Steven, and why?
1: Oh, man. I, first of all, I got to be honest, understand something. I've been following Brady. But I'm a huge fan of Brady's. And yeah, 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 yeah. I, I, I want to hear it. I'm a huge fan of Brady's. So I've been following him since the day of the Patriots. So that means I've been following the Patriots for 20 years. So I've seen this team and I've seen how they, they did things. I have been out with them ever since they threw Brady in the trash. Yeah, it that's nice. Beauty. Hey, kitty. Yeah, look yeah. at that. <laughs> Ever since they threw breaking trash, oh, got rid of them. I've been, I've been. What's he gonna do? Them? Just
0: lay down in front of my camera?
1: I think that's awesome. That's like a great cameo. Like here's Christ, the man, deal. That... I want to hear what Harry has to say about this game. I believe.
0: You know what? I think of that game about? right there. That's what I think of this game. <laughs> I think
1: Dallas is gonna beat the brakes off the Patriots. Here's the deal. No the animals Patriots were hurt have...
0: during that. Okay. There you go.
1: The Patriots have yet to win a home game. I don't know if you guys know that or not. They have yet to win a home game. The, I'm very Bucks, the Bucks have more home game wins than the Patriots do in their own stadium. That's just a fact. And now Dallas is going up there. They barely beat, barely beat a Houston team with a brand new coach and a quarterback that's not that good. And they needed
0: whoa, a penalty. Whoa, 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 David Wait a Mills. Minute. Are David you Mills, telling me that no. Davis Mills is not going to be a good David, quarterback in the National I, Football League? I am absolutely telling you that. <laughs> Off with his head, folks!
1: <laughs> Zero chance.
0: I'm kidding you, Stephen.
1: No, there, David Mills. Davis Mills isn't bad. He's not Glennon bad, the giraffe quarterback that's up in New York right now. But okay. he, but he is. They barely beat them, and they needed a penalty in the final drive to get close enough to kick a field or the winning field goal. Uh, they're not that good, guys. The, the The defense is mediocre in New England. The offense is mediocre in New England. And every time – Harry, I'm sure Harry studied this because I know uh, – Harry knows the stuff. Every time – almost every time, almost every time. Almost every time that Mac Jones, who I think is going to be a, a decent quarterback, almost every time he's thrown the ball for more than 15 yards, it's been a pick. It's, he throws, He throws 20-yard picks. And now they got to play Dallas's defense with Devon Diggs. And they got to play Dak Prescott, who gets rid of the ball in like 1.2 seconds. Uh, no, and no, it's going to be bad. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just telling you, it's going to be bad.
0: The total in this game is 50 and a half is the over under. Oh, Dallas yeah. is minus three. Usually smells like a trap game, but it's not. Take the take take Dallas and lay the three. We're not going to Texas in this game. How can you? Everything that Steven told you, they barely got by Houston. But let me tell you something. In the National Football League, it stands for no friggin' logic. Houston, I've cashed twice this year, not once, but twice on the spread. This year playing very well lovey's got those boys playing really well on defense down on Houston and don't listen to Steve on this one Davis Mills is going to be a decent quarterback in the National Football League he threw for over 300 yards in his last game Dallas is still pretty putrid on defense but that offense it's very difficult to stop New England okay. they can play some heavy D now with that being said Dallas should win this game by at least 10 points on the road but it could be just like again taking road favorites That's just like I took Tampa yesterday against Philadelphia. Just keep thinking about that. It's very difficult. I love home underdogs. This is why I run consistently with the percentages that I do because I do play a lot of home dogs with the exception of this week, and we're going to see how this is going to fare. I mean, it's always easy to take the sexy pick. It really is. It's really difficult to take the pick when they're at home and they're an underdog. But trust me, if you continue to take road favorites, especially over five points, you're going to lose consistently. It's just the way it is. It's just the nature of the beast. Let's get to the next game: the Vikings at the Panthers. Both teams so far have struggled coming out of the locker room at halftime this year. Steve, the Panthers are three and two, who have scored a league low seven points in the third quarter. I want you to think about that. The second half offenses love.s have came to bite them for a second straight week as the Philadelphia Eagles were able to stick around and ultimately erase a 12-point deficit and win the game 21-18. to 18. The Vikings' problems might even be worse if they had gone eight quarters. Not eight eight quarters. With 24 offensive possessions after halftime, you ready, without a touchdown. That's horrible, Yeah, especially with the uncertainty of having Dalvin Cook and Christian possibly not playing. It leaves holes with both these teams. Why is Minnesota a a three-and-a-half-point favorite on the road and the total points are 45-and-a-half? What did they deserve this year, the way they've played, to be a a three-and-a-half-point favorite on the road against the Carolina Panthers? Uh, Because Vegas is looking to take people's money.
1: (laughs) That's really... I don't understand. The problem with Minnesota is that uh, Kirk Cousins is their quarterback. That's the problem with Minnesota. Now, the problem with Carolina is that, you know, a Lego character is their quarterback. Now, don't get me wrong. Sam Darnold, I think, is a better quarterback than Kirk Cousins, personally. But he's got to... The only reason they lost that game last week is because of all the mistakes that he made. Right. If he cuts, if he cuts down on little of those mistakes, they win that game. And I don't think he's going to make the same mistakes two weeks in a row. So I have no idea why Vegas has got Minnesota you know, of favored. Maybe they don't. Maybe they think that uh, Donald's not going to make it happen at home, and or they're just begging people to take the game, <laughs> lose money. Who Let
0: me tell you something. Minnesota has a better offense. Okay. Especially full strength with both running backs. Dalvin Cook for Minnesota, Christian McCaffrey, That's even good. as dynamic as he is for Carolina, they have a better offense. But that defense in Minnesota is that might even be worse than the Dallas Cowboys. I'm not kidding you. It's that bad. It might even be worse than the Atlanta Falcons. It's that bad. That's why I like Carolina. I got to be honest. I mean, eventually they are going to get some stops. And and again, the total in this game is 45 and a half. I thought this game should be 50 or 51 points, believe it or not, because. So that's telling me to go ahead and play Carolina, getting the three and a half at home. And if you backed me into a corner, I definitely play over, but I feel a little safer with the home underdog. That's the pick I'm going to give you. Take Carolina with the points at home at three and a half. What do you think? You like that? Absolutely, absolutely. Cincinnati Bengals at the Detroit Lions. The Lions became the first team, ready for this, to lose two games in the same season on a game-winning kicks of 50-plus yards with no time left. And they did it in a three-week span. The Bengals, who are 3-2, and were part of the first game marred by three potential winning field goals that were missing the fourth quarter overtime. Yeah, Joe Burrow's pretty banged against. up the second year quarterback got hit in the throat at some point, And it affected his ability to talk. Joe Burrow, who was playing on a surgically repaired left knee, as everybody remembers, his career almost got ended. That was a pretty nasty injury. And he's been sacked on an average of three times per game in his career. The game is Cincy on the road, minus three and a half. The total is 46 and a half. Jared Goff right now is averaging six yards per completion. It's absolutely horrible. On the flip side, their defense is actually playing pretty inspired. They've Mm -hmm. been literally in every single game. Mm -hmm. 13 years ago, the Detroit Lions finished the season Mm 0-16. I think it's harder to go winless than it is to go undefeated in a National Football League, in my opinion. And this might be the first team – that goes 0 oh, and 17 since the 17 game start. But I love Detroit at home to get their first win and put them on the money line. Don't even take the three and a half points. Play Detroit. I'm real sorry, NFC North. They're going to have to win sooner or later. This is the game. This is the game. You take the home underdog here. This is all the planets are all lining up, the moons are lining up. Detroit's sitting at home. It takes a lot of guts to take a team that's winless and say they're going to go ahead and win a game. Am I doing it because it's the do theory? Nope. I'm doing it because of matchups, and I don't like the way Cincinnati's playing. Detroit's defensive front four is playing better than Cincinnati's offensive line. It's horrible. They will get pressure on them. The only thing they're going to have to do is make sure they stop that running game. They stop the running game, and they force Burrow to fast the ball, they will have plenty of success in this game. What are your thoughts, Stephen?
1: i um, um, unfortunately, Aaron. We have to go the opposite direction with you uh, from you in this case. Um, I got Cincinnati, and it's because of the running game. The last thing you said, yeah, they can get they can they can stop the pass. Great, can they stop mixing too? That's why I think if, if I think Cincinnati, if they slow this game down, they run mixing, they run mixing, they'll open up some lanes in the passing, and then win the game. They should have beat Green Bay last week. If they had a better kicker, they would have beat Green Bay last week. So I just have. think, I just think Cincinnati, I, it's because it's Detroit and the coach is, he seems like a great guy to play for. He could tell he was, it was so heartfelt. He was so hurt how they lost that game on that final kick. And considering how hard the team played, but he, he wants to bite up people's kneecaps. I I'm sorry. Sorry, Detroit. Yeah, you're going to lose again.
0: No, <laughs> but- i I, <laughs> I get it. I get it. We have another comment from a Facebook user. Thoughts on the debut of Khalil Herbert? I think the guy's a stud. I, I've been talking about it since they drafted him. He looked really good mm-hmm. in special teams. We're going to get in a little mm-hmm. bit more in depth when we start to cover the Chicago Bears versus Green Bay. Please, mm-hmm. Steven, make sure you remind me of that question, okay? Got it. You got it. Adam Paderemski says Tevon Diggs is sensational. Hasn't really matched up with Devonte Adams. Then we will see how good this young man is. Absolutely great. Yes, sir. Great. Yes, we will. Facebook users, Cincinnati will destroy the Lions. You see that's the easy pick that's what i keep telling people okay that's why i'm 19 and 6 look man i could go 0 for nine this week okay it would surprise me though because i've been running this heater and i haven't been doing it by taking favorites in baseball i was 47 and 14 this past season verifiable 47 and 14 and out of the 47 wins 43 were underdogs You can't always play the favorites. I'm telling you, you can't. And yes, I mean, am I going to have a position with Detroit plus the points? Absolutely. I'm just getting a little charismatic and telling you to put them on the money line. There's no reason not to. Make the position small, but I love them. I just do. I just think this is the week they actually might win the game. I get it. I see why everybody's enamored with the Cincinnati team but I've really broken down this tape. They're not as good as you think. They really aren't. Cincinnati didn't do very much to go ahead and solidify this offensive line. The offensive line is atrocious, guys. I'm not kidding you. And if they don't do something to get him some help, they are going to ruin Herbert. I, I'm not hurt. I mean, um, my, my Burrow. brain's Burrow. They're, they're going to ruin Burrow. It's just it's just horrible what, what, mm-hmm. what, what they've done to him. But that's who I like in that game. Want to talk a little Chiefs at the Washington football team?
1: What do you who do you got
0: what do I got? first off let's talk about their defenses would you ever I mean we we both know that Kansas City's defense is atrocious but is they trash they're trash Washington's Absolutely. not even any better this year how about that front seven that we were just touting saying wow this could be the best front seven in football I mean yeah and the line's starting to reflect it the odds making my the odds makers certainly think so the over and under mm-hmm. points in the totals 55 and a half. Think about this. It's the yeah. highest of any week six matchup, according to FanDuel Sportsbook, which opened at Kansas City favored by six and a half, which, by the way, is up to seven. If only the Chiefs and Washington weren't so turnover prone, Kansas City is tied for the most giveaways in the league with 11 after two fumbles and two interceptions in last week in the loss to Buffalo. And Washington has turned the ball over seven times this year. Seven times. That's huge. Kansas City has allowed 30 Plus points in every game this season. Now I understand why the total is so high. Who do you like here and why? It's seven and 55, Stephen.
1: I like the points. I do because, for the very reason you said, uh, Kansas City's defense is trash. Washington's defense is better simply because their front seven's better than KC's. So I don't know what that necessarily means as far as this game is concerned because they haven't played up their, their potential.
0: Neither one. But
1: uh, exactly. But, uh, Gosh, if if KC loses to Washington, they're, they're screwed, man. <laughs> yeah, I mean, <laughs> but, but they might not make the playoffs again. But I, here, I I'd take KC.
0: Listen, I don't even think Kansas City's going to win their division. They're still favor right now. Oh, yeah. Are you sitting down? They're still favored to win their division at this point. Know, in the proposition, they're still favored to win this division. You know what I like in this game? I'm not going to yeah. give a point spread here. I like the under. Let me explain why, even after everything that I read, that both defenses are playing not up to their capabilities. You're going to see a different Patrick Mahomes this week. You're not going to see one that's going to be running all over the field, left and right, 20 yards, east, west, north, south, the whole nine yards. You're going to see a little bit more conservative offensive play. Edwards-Holera is hurt. They're going to try to run the football regardless, and they are going to try to set the pass up through the running game. Okay. Otherwise, Patrick Mahomes is just going to have a dismal game again, and they will lose this game if they try to open it up with the pass. Because I'll tell you right now, Washington's front seven can still get after you. I don't care what the statistics say. Kansas City's also going to play a little bit more defense as well. So you're not going to see as much high-powered offense either out of both of these teams. Tyler Heineke, love the kid. But they're going to have a game plan. Against him to go ahead and make him look very vulnerable. That's why I absolutely love the under in this game. So play the under 55. What do you think, Stephen? You like that? No,
1: I could see, I could see that. I, that uh, I, don't know. The only thing, uh, the only thing I would probably have some cont- contention with regarding that is I don't know if Casey has the patience to play the long game. I don't know if they have the patience to do it. We'll see. Especially uh, Edward Hilaire being hurt, Washington's front seven can definitely stop that run game. We'll okay. see, but if they have the patience to do it, yeah, absolutely. The under doesn't it? Yeah, you know, they both need to do it, they both need to play a much smarter. I, I, ball. I just
0: honestly think that Kansas City is going to try to play a little more close to the vest. They got to yeah. try to play a little bit more of a complete game. They can't just be wide open, pedal to the metal, and you know, and think they're going to continue to win football games this year. They realized that last year they lost the Super Bowl because of one reason. Mm-hmm. They couldn't play defense, and they couldn't protect their quarterback correctly, and that's why they got rid of the entire offensive line and put it on a revamped offensive line, which is supposed to be better than what they had last year. You recall that?
1: Yeah, absolutely. I think but, I agree. I think I think the thing that will will playing in the hands that you're talking about is rather than playing smarter football and it may be a little bit more dink and dunk is because exactly what you just said. The Bucks showed everyone how to beat them, and the games that Casey has lost, what has the defense for the other team played? Cover two, yep. Play cover two, and don't play play, play play cover two. Don't blitz, rush four. disrupt the homes. You win the game. That's all. Everybody who's beaten them this year is beaten. And well, they and try they to keep had,
0: you, as long as you keep everything in front of them,
1: right? And they right. and they had chances in the middle of the field. They had chances in the middle of the field. They just need to have the patience to take those chances. Well, that's how so you beat the Buccaneers, too, by the way. That's how yeah. you
0: beat Tampa. You keep everything in front of them because they're, yep. they're 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 imploring you to try to run the football because they think that the front four is going to stop it at all times. And they can until they run into a buzzsaw, like a Minnesota or a Chicago that wants to go ahead and continually run the football when the head coach isn't calling plays. But that's for another story. I don't even want to get into that. <laughs> Let's talk about the Texans. At the Colts. Remember? This horrible game. This is like a really good game, isn't it? Texans at Colts. I mean, everybody should be excited over that. Are you kidding me? I can't believe I'm having to do this.
1: Is that another Texas game?
0: No, it's not, believe it or not. It's not, actually. Indy is back in its home turf for the first time in four weeks, Stephen. Okay. They're going to be facing the reeling Texas. Losers of four straight. So, Indy's finally home. Yeah. Davis Mills replaced quarterback Tyra Tyler, as you know, in week two, and is expected to make his fourth consecutive start this weekend. Left tackle Laramie Tunsil will miss about a month after undergoing surgery in his left thumb. Tight end Farrell Brown shoulder center Justin Brittany. Both starters sat out Wednesday's practice and unlikely to play. And starting linebacker Kamu Gruger Hill is dealing with a bad hip. They're pretty banged up. Houston has scored a paltry 89 points and has been outscored by 52, both fourth-worst marks in the leagues. The Colts activated four-time Pro Bowl receiver T.Y. Hilton, so they're going to get another receiver back for Carson Wentz to throw to. And he could play this Sunday. This line, the Colts at home are minus 10, and the total is 43. Who do you like and why?
1: I like the Colts. I really do, and it's because uh, I, I just to be really concise is Davis Mills. You can kick me out again. <laughs> Houston's just not very good, Harry. Houston,
0: their defense Houston's, plays pretty decent. No, I'm not saying that they're play, any good, play. but this team is playing way above what they should be. Yeah, okay, let's they, face it. They really are.
1: Yeah, that's true. But yeah, what, what is it? Uh, who was it? That uh, Was it Bill Parcells said it? you are what your record says you are you're damn right houston's one
0: and four that's right they're one and four the game's minus 10 good. the total is 43 so you like the minus 10
1: i like the minus 10 believe it or not because i just yep. think the Colts was ty hilton coming back which i didn't know you just said that i like the minus 10
0: i like two picks in this game i love the minus 10 and i like over 43 because i still think houston's going to score between 18 and 21 points yep Yep, I agree with that. And I think, and I honestly think that Houston actually covers this, not Houston. I actually think Indy covers this game and lay in the wood. So I don't believe in parlays too much, but this might be an interesting one. You can tie this up into other ones. I have this in my upper category of picks this week. They're at home. Home favorites are a little bit different than 10 point road favorites. Now, let's get to the game that everybody's been waiting for. What do you think that is? It's only the oldest rivalry in football, Stephen. Come on, come on, say it. It's cathartic, Stephen. Go ahead. Yeah. Who is it? Chicago. Yeah, you're damn right. Da <laughs> Bears.
1: Da oh, Bears. Bear down, baby.
0: That's right. I love and, it. Hang on. Let me hit the record button. <laughs> <laughs> Injuries have forced the Packers to play without 2020 All-Pro left tackle David Bakhtiari. He's got a bad knee. Yep. Their cornerback, Jair Alexander, who's a pro bowler, by the way. And outside linebackers, Zadarius Smith is back. They're not going to be playing. They could be without two of their top rushers for Chicago with David Montgomery, which we already know he's on the IR. And Damian Williams was just placed on the reserve COVID-19 list Thursday. I don't know if he was vaccinated. I know he has to have two negative COVID tests. Right. They're not releasing that information. I wish I knew. But it's not going to be that much of a loss because Khalil herbert let me tell you something he's a hell of a running back i was touting this kid a couple of weeks ago talking about it you still need someone to back him up though and they still need a couple of you know uh, a couple of running backs in this game it's going to be pretty in- interesting also for the bears defensive tackle akeem hicks is groin didn't play last week and field suffered as you know a hyperextended knee and a couple of injured ribs. And he missed only missed a couple of plays against the Raiders. After that play, when he hyper-extended his knee, I couldn't even watch. I was like, he's done. He was back after two plays. I couldn't believe it. Running all over the field. I I didn't know the knee could actually reverse itself and still be okay. I mean, the guy had to hurt himself. Linebacker Khalil Mack and Allen Robinson were also dealing with injuries. What do you think in this game? They're minus six Green Bay, and the total is forty-four. And don't be biased.
1: I'm not, and I'm not saying this to make you feel good. Uh, but in this game, I actually agree with your home underdog. I really do. I, I think first of all, Green Bay almost lost to to Cincinnati.
0: Yeah, but this is the NFL, bro.
1: I get it. Any any, any given Sunday, I get it.
0: Right, but it stands for no friggin' logic. And if Fat Mike was on here, he'd have another adjective to it.
1: I, I, I agree with you. Uh, I do think that some teams are sleeping on the QB. I think they're sleeping on. that and I just think uh, that's how Chicago won last week. They almost won the week before. The kid's good. The kid's good. And I don't know if Green Bay, if he if he breaks contain, I don't know if Green Bay can stop him.
0: Well, that's why I I do like Chicago in this game, ladies and gentlemen. I do like them with the plus six. I also like them very small on the money line. Look, Green Bay still has their number. Please don't throw rotten tomatoes at at your TV screen, your computer screen, your phones. Don't throw them in the toilet. Just listen to what I got to say. You can play a small position on Chicago to actually win this game, but I really do like them covering. I also like the over 44, as good as the Bears' defense is playing, because I still think Chicago is going to score 24 to 27 points in this game, and they're going to do it by running the football, as long as Adam Gase is not calling plays. That's it. Sorry. As long as he's not calling plays. He just can't. You know, the, the defense is playing very, very well. I mean, Aaron Rodgers is still going to throw for his 300. He's going to get us three touchdowns. You know, I, I, I just don't like their defense, and I think Chicago just might have their way with them. You know, but then again, Green Bay always comes up with particular packages to go ahead and get after the quarterback. He is very young. There is still a few things I don't really particularly care about Justin Fields yet, but he's coming through that learning curve. Right. And I think as long as he's running and they can keep him upright, he's going to find some open receivers downfield. So that's why I do like Chicago getting the six points. But what I really like is the over 44 points. I think that total needed to be higher. I think the gambling gods have bestowed upon us, you know, an actual number that can be done. So if the bears cover the game definitely goes over, but if you like green Bay and you think green Bay is going to cover, you got to play the under. Cause that means Chicago's not going to score any points. Kind of makes sense, Steven.
1: Yep. Yeah, makes sense. Absolutely.
0: So let's recap like what we have. Rams minus seven and a half. Oh, I'm sorry. Under 49. That's two picks Cleveland at home. Minus three Dallas on the road. Minus three. Kansas city at Washington under 55 Texans at the Colts minus 10. The Colts are minus 10 and over 43 Carolina at home. Take the points plus three and a half small position. Lions get their first win. I know people are laughing at this play them on the money line. They're going to win. Eventually this is a very winnable game. They're not as bad as what you think. And Cincinnati is not a powerhouse. Steven tell everybody where they can find you. My brother.
1: I appreciate it, Harry. Thank you so much for having me on tonight. You all can find me. I'm on Bucks Report. As a matter of fact, tomorrow night, uh show, Miscreant Mayhem, that co host with uh, Teresa Baxter and Matt Colson, who's in, uh, Teresa's in Atlanta, Matt's in Oklahoma. And we're going to be talking about Thursday's game. We'll also be talking about the upcoming games as well. Uh, Harry, I appreciate you more than you know, brother. You're doing a great job. And I look forward to seeing how you do on all these picks, men you've been killing it. I mean, 19 and six, you've been killed. I
0: don't normally give out nine picks. I just don't. But I really kind of, there's a lot of opportunity this week. There is definitely a lot of opportunity this week. I'll tell you what, why don't you go ahead and hang in the back room. I'm going to go ahead and say goodbye to everybody and just recap a few things. But I, Stephen, seriously, as usual, thank you so much for your assistance. Love having you on my show. Maybe we'll have you on again sometime and uh, go Bears, brother. Hold on. That's it. (laughs) I got to remove you. It's just, you know, it's one of those days, man. It's been kind of long. Wow. What a day. I'll tell you what, it's been kind of interesting. Yep. So those were my picks for the week. You know, I don't normally give out nine picks. People that know me, they're, I usually like three or four, but you know, just kind of take the ones you really kind of like. I want to say thank you to the uh, 1252 sports giving me the opportunity to go ahead and come on their platform and go ahead and uh, tout some of the picks that I really like. We're going to be going to a pay-for-pick possibly very, very soon. We're going to hear a little bit more about that coming up soon. Uh, Otherwise, I'll see you next Friday, 9 p.m., right here on the Over Under. I'm Harry the Greek, and remember, as always, keep your bets low and your returns high. Have a good evening, everybody.